Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The other day when my roommates were walking down the street, we were all hungover, and this like Twinkie gay guy was walking by us, and then he started talking, and he was like, he was like, it's so bright today, and we none of us knew that he was British, and my roommate went, Br- oh. I'm sorry, British? I don't know, whatever his accent was. <laughs> okay. my, my roommate literally went, Oh, like <laughs> the sound of it like made him win. I don't do British so accents funny. on men. I, I do, but it was just like I think it was like not expected, and everyone went. Oh, oh that's so, so good. tough. I love on men like a northeastern American accent, like a New Jersey, Boston, New York. That's like, I've told you, I've ever sent you, I, it, oh, did you see, I posted it on Friends Only on TikTok. There's like a TikTok of this guy from Boston who's like, has this TikTok about how to pour the perfect Guinness. And I, I think it. it is like the most like sexual video I've ever seen in my life. Okay, you have I'll to send it to you. It's like, I would be so turned it's on like, by that. Oh, it's like, no, you'll literally have to go home. Like, it's <laughs> insane. Like, There's, it's insane. I found a video, I was scrolling, on TikTok late at night and I found this edit of Mark Ruffalo and it's from <laughs> I found like one of those like weird like stupid edits where they put the music in no, it. No, I love those. But it the edit starts with this clip of him on some show. I've never seen it, but he's like 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 I had to like turn off my phone and like lay like with Wait, an ice pack on my head. <laughs> it's like it's so fucking odd. I've never seen anything like this. He was like, what did he even do? He was like Tell me to stop. No, you don't want me to. You don't want me to stop. I don't know what Oh, was it from In the Cut? With Meg with Meg Ryan? I couldn't tell who he was. I bet you it was from Meg I bet you it was from In the Cut. You should watch In the Cut. Like, no, no, no. When I I saved it, first of all, and you can see when people do you ever get a notification like blah blah blah, saved your video to favorites. Like that's me with every Mark Ruffalo (laughs) edit. Wait, you have to do you know what In the Cut is? No. It's like your dream movie. It's Meg Ryan plays, I think she's a writer. I'm like scared what you're gonna say is my dream movie. Well, because it's like a mixture of Mark Ruffalo, it's an erotic thriller. So it's like Mark Ruffalo, so Meg Ryan is a writer, or she's like a English professor. Okay. And there's this like serial killer who's like killing women. And this is not my. You dream. love true crime. Okay, fine. And so it's, we're not supposed to tell people that it's supposed to be a secret. That and we like talked true about crime. it on this podcast. It goes against times. like my whole thing. Okay, go ahead. Right. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> she, so she's like it, she becomes like a target of this killer, and Mark Ruffalo is the cop who's like, like and he's like the detective who's like investigating it and then they start having like really hot sex but also she thinks he might be the killer. You have to watch it. It's like, he Ooh. shows dick. He shows his penis? Yeah, Mark Ruffalo famously shows dick in the is cut. It good? Is it a good penis? It is cut. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> it's cut? I, I mean, it's not like porn. It's not like rock hard. But like, it's a, if you're like horny for Mark Ruffalo, like you have to watch in the cut. Okay, I'm going to watch it. I... My favorite penis showing is Jason Siegel and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> so That's like a nice penis. I know exactly. And it's so, to me, so erotic. <laughs> He's like eating cereal out of a giant aluminum bowl. <laughs> oh my God, your type is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's my type. Oh but then also, I run the gamut. Then it's like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Have you seen gorgeous. the movie Now You See Me? Is About that the, the magicians? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible movie. People love that movie. So underrated. People I've never seen movie. the second or third or whatever came after, but the first one is insane. Like yeah. I saw it in theaters like three times, I think. Right. It's like the four magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and they no, like no. rob a bank. No, no. Now you see me walk so Barbie could run. I'm telling <laughs> you. That is the best movie. And it needed the hype that people Barbie go got. up for magician movies because you know what movie people were obsessed with? Mm. Like, people were like, I feel like people, I, you would just go to people's house and be like, let's watch this. And I was like, again, The Prestige. Oh, I haven't seen that. It was people were obsessed. Christopher Nolan movies, like, something happens to people. Like, I always like complained, like, in college, when I went to college, like, you'd be sitting, I had a, I would, I had a bit and it, but it was, it was true. Okay. It, when I was my freshman year of college, you, if you, if there was a longer than twenty seconds of silence in a room of people, someone would be like, "Should we watch The Dark Knight?" It was like, "No, <laughs> no." If it was quieter for longer than twenty seconds, someone would be like, "Should we just watch The Dark Knight?" And I'd be like, "Shut the fuck up, no." Is but it like, that good? I've I mean, seen it. I'm not like the biggest Batman. I like the Batman movies, but like yeah. people. Well, my thing is like, it's that's not the kind of movie I just want to like watch. But right. people, it was constantly on. right. Now I need I've a sip of my the Dark beverage. Too. Yeah, you need to do it. We can't get sponsored by them. Actually, I'm sure they do out a lot of money. A thing I'm dealing with in my life is that I'm addicted to these beverages that and I'm not gonna really I'm not gonna show the name of, but this is the shape of the bottle and they they are owned by a YouTuber. It is open okay, moving on. We don't have to talk about it's it. It's really embarrassing of you. It's really embarrassing of me, but I'm they're so good. They're really good. They're so good. Can I have a sip? Yeah, this is but the do you want the other oh, flavor? Oh, that's the last sip. No, but do you want the other flavor? I brought two. I brought a second. Yeah, I'll get one after in a second. Okay. Well I'll get I'll go up and I'll get it in a second. Um oh, wait. what was I gonna say? Oh, The Dark Knight is really good, but here's my thing with superhero movies. I don't like it's I don't get it it really makes me mad like existentially upset at the state of like creativity and the respect we have for creativity in the world whenever I see one of these Spider-Man, Batman, whatever. I don't care how artistic or what like a new take that they're bringing yeah, to like, yeah. a new director. I don't give a shit. Why can't we come up with a new story? Like, it just reminds me that, like, oh, well, this will always win over creativity. It's just taking IP, the same fucking thing. IP is king. Yeah, it's yeah, It's just, yeah. like, it really bugs me. And I get that, like, like, they had to create this weird, like, multiple universes excuse for them to just keep making Spider-Man movies. And it's, like, every Spider-Man movie, oh, Spider-Man comes, <laughs> he defeats the villain, and that's it. And then there's, like, a little cliffhanger at the end where it's like spider-man might have to come back and next time it might be a different guy like whoever's hot in five years that's gonna be spider-man like it's just it's so exhausting to me and it makes me so upset that i can't even enjoy the movie right you know what, what I mean? sucks is because i love those movies like i'm a big superhero head um they're making the x-men movie like x-men is coming into the marvel cinematic universe and i would love to play an x-men if you're casting x-men disney be, i would love to be in one but i um i i'm like such an x-men head it's insane really? Oh, I'm like, yeah, Who's yeah, your yeah. favorite X-Man? Um, it really depends on, like, what era you're talking about. Like, you're talking about the movies or the cartoon or, like, what version of the comics. Because, like, the characters kind of change within their roles. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I always, like, for the girls, I always loved Rogue. I always loved Kitty Pride. Right. Kitty Pride was huge for me because she was, that like. That sounds cunty, Kitty Pride. Yeah, her powers also. Because the thing is, I think about this a lot. Was super, I was, like, obsessed with, like, fantasy and, and sci-fi when I was a kid. Okay. So, obviously, like, you're constantly thinking, like, what would your superpower be, right? Right, what And there's, yours? like, well, it goes back and forth. Because here's the thing. It's, like, you have to, the conversation is, like, there's, like, factors, right? Because it's, like, are we talking about being a superhero and you have to, like, fight supervillains on a day-to-day -day basis? Uh -huh. Because then it's, like, okay, cool, like, um. 
you know, like shooting lasers or something like that. Like, but it's like, if you're living your, your day-to-day life and have a superpower, it's like shooting a concussive blast out of your hands that breaks shit. It's not like practical. Do you know what right. I mean? Whereas like Kitty Pride can move through solid matter. So like she can't get locked out of her house. She just like walked through the door. Got it. Incredible. Huge for you. Huge for me. Could be, you having Kitty Pride's power could be really, be really huge for you. For me. And how old are you? 30. Got it. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Absolute drag to hell. <laughs> Enough. Okay, wait. No, it's, I get it. Like, I love Harry Potter. No, but what I was trying to say was, like, I, my issue is not with those movies themselves. My issue is that, like, there's not, it, the, Hollywood is not creating space for both. Right. That's what sucks. I understand completely. I hope that changes. I think everything is cyclical. That's what I tell myself to feel okay. So I hope that changes, but who knows. Yeah. Wait, what was the other thing we needed to talk? Oh, wait, you're going, so you're going to Fire Island? It has to be the straight part, though. I don't think you're going to the gay part. Yeah. I mean... It could go either way. I'm going with my friend who, from college who happens to, he has a house there. He's from Brooklyn or, or Queens, I think. But he happened to be like a big rugby player in college. Oh, cool. Which to me is like both so straight and so homosexual. Deeply at homosexual. My school, at like thing. deeply homosexual of all the sports that were at my school that I got an insider's look at. Yeah. That is a very homosexual sport in my opinion. I actually think it's because so, rugby players become so physically hot that it you cannot deny your homosexual urges at that point. Like, like I don't think I think if so you are hot. anywhere past one on the Kinsey scale and you're regularly right. in a rugby locker room, you're gonna be like yeah, I gotta go. Right. Like, I think, like, you know what I mean? Like, you can stay closet in a baseball locker room. Like, you can do that. Absolutely but, like, a rugby easily. locker room, eventually, you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they were so hot. They're so hot. And just to clarify, the guy that's taking me is not, is straight to my knowledge, but, like, I, it just feels like. What maybe... if you go to Fire Island and find out that when he's there, he's, like, the biggest gay guy in the world? <laughs> that would be funny. No, I think he has a girlfriend, actually, and she's coming. So, <laughs> that's gonna be fun. But, um, what was I even saying? No, oh, yes, it, I'm going there. Because, well, it's funny because I'm going to the straight part of Fire Island the week after. Okay, so how big is the, are the straight part and the gay part? So next Fire Island is like, Fire Island is like a very long, thin island. Right. That goes, that like runs parallel to Long Island. Okay. For like not the whole length of it, for part of it. Right. And so like the towns are almost like segments of this line. Does that make sense? Right. So they like exist in a straight line down the island. So I like see. the two gay ones are... Um, the Pines and Cherry Grove, and okay. there's like a forest between them that you have to walk through that's like oh. not developed. Um, and then the straight towns are like, I think closer to New York on it. I don't know that it goes, maybe it goes both ways. I actually don't know. Could you walk the entire island in a day? Mm. Is it that small? I don't know how long it, I feel like that would be, if it, if you did, it would be a long exhaustive day because you'd be walking on sand, which is tiring oh. and it's far. I see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm really excited. No, it's the beaches are gorgeous, and I feel like every time I'm there, so I, I could hypothetically go to the gay area and hang out, even though I'm staying in the straight area. You, but you might have to like charter a boat. Really? Yeah, it's like a. It's not like it's. Yeah, it's. It, they're like kind of discreet. Like when I go to the straight part, it's like a small town, and we just do it because it's so much cheaper than the gay part. And we're like, the gay part's its own thing, and I love going to the gay part. But then like the straight part is like you can get a really cheap house, especially in September, uh-huh. and it, the beaches are still gorgeous. Right. But you're really going for like the beach and the friends you're going with. You're not going there for like the town or like the community and the festivities. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's no. It's really like we go to the beach during the day, we come home, we like cook and play cards. It's a very like grandma vacation, I but I love see. it. I see. Okay. Do you like games? Like, are you no. like? 
okay. hate all games. Okay. I don't do games. I really believe like I am capable of conversation without a game. Okay, I really resent this argument because I'm very good at conversation. I know you are, but, but I just like prefer to have conversation without a game. And I feel that the people who are like really pushing for games, like need games. Well, that's different. Like are people that can't just talk without a game. Right, but I think sometimes, especially with like old friends, it's so fun to just be like, let's just like play cards and have drinks and like you chat while playing cards, but it like is just an activity and like, I resent that I feel like people, I understand that truly there is nothing more hellish than someone explaining to you the rules of a game. Like I know that and like learning a game is truly one of the worst things that can happen to a person in their life. But once it's, you know a game, it's like you can play it and it's fun, you know? It's like, as soon as my friends are like, all right, King's Cup, it's time. I'm like, I'm out. Like I, I actually check out mentally. I Do you like beer pong? Like I'll like play, but that's a, that's not a game. Like that's different. That's like well, that's what okay. Well, now we're getting to types of games. I still would rather like talk and dance than play beer pong. Totally. But I just really don't like when everyone's like, okay, gather around everybody. We're gonna sit around the table and play a game, a drinking game, a card game. Well, a board also game. people lose sight of like people are just like an if you like people. A lot of people don't have that barometer of how seriously you should be taking the game. Like if we're like loosely playing a game, you know what I mean? Right, then what's the point of playing the game? It's like, then we're having a conversation. We we can't actually get into the conversation deeply because we have to keep remembering sure. that it's like, oh, the next person has to go, by the way. like Right, like at this point in my life, I'm, I have no interest in ever playing King's Cup again because right. that's a game that completely dominates all conversation and paying attention. It's just but an something like, like beer pong or like this card game me and my friends play all the time, like, really it's called carol for those who are wondering. carol cool like check it out. you can really easily have a conversation while playing it so it's like it's just like a right. thing it's almost like do you know what it is it's like the analog og version of that thing on tiktok where there's a video and then there's another video next to it do you know what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah. it's like playing a card game while having a conversation is like really scratching all of your brain right. that's what it is for me i think Okay, Th that, then we have different types of brains, I think, because it really like takes me out of it. It distracts me, it stresses me out. No, 100%. I really just like don't, I've never liked games. I think I'm traumatized also by games, like card games, because I have this, whenever I think of a game, like somebody saying, let's play a game. Yeah. I have this very vivid memory. It's like my seventh or eighth birthday and my birthday's on Christmas Eve. Yep. So everything's closed. I've never done anything on my birthday. It's a very depressing day in my life historically. And my parents are like sitting on the couch. I think my dad was watching football or something. And I was building a house of cards on the okay. floor, on the carpet. And my dad was like, I was like, can we do something? It's literally my birthday. I was having a party another day right. when my friends were in town, but I always celebrated my birthday on January 7th because that's when the holidays were over. So that's when my birthday was. <laughs> wow, the instruction really almost fucked you up. What? Because <laughs> you almost was January 6th. Like it would have no, taken Oh, I know. <laughs> oh my God. I think you said the instruction. No, the, no, yeah, instruction. the instruction was about to fuck me. Anyways, I... Um, so I wasn't having my party yet, but I was like, dad, can we do something? And he was like, why don't you play solitaire? You should learn solitaire. And that's my memory of my birthday. Well, that's a really harrowing thing for your father <laughs> to have done to you on your birthday. That's fucked up. And I just think that like whenever I think of a game, like when someone's like, why don't you play a little, little card game? I'm like, no, I want to cry. No, that is fucked up. Like that really shouldn't have happened to you. That should not have happened to you. We couldn't have like gone for a walk. Like it's my just family, fucked. So I come from like, I think it's also part of because like my, my dad's side of the family are gamers like hardcore like yeah. growing up growing up when we would any family function there was all the women in the family would sit around a table and play poker the whole time you would bring like a bag of coins from That's your house fun. no it was super fun and then like my, my family's too stupid for that my grandma the one who passed in february like at all times wanted to play games like cards scrabble she would sit down she would be like i 
like I have memories of like being five years old and my grandma who at the time was probably in her like late 60s, yeah. 70s was like, <laughs> she'd be like, do you want to play Scrabble? And I'd be like, sure. And this woman would not hold back. Like with the full knowledge of the entire Scrabble dictionary, she would dog walk you on Scrabble. <laughs> and I was six, like learning to read. And it would be like, I like have a memory of her being like, okay, so final score, you have six and I have 392. Like just like <laughs> decimated by Scrabble. <laughs> and then the other game, the, the game they always played in my family, my dad's side of the family, like religiously they all play it is Cribbage, which is like this game with this board and these pegs, but it's a card game. And like every person in my family knows how to play it except me. Like <laughs> I almost like tie it to my queerness where it was like, there was this thing where everyone was learning it. And my sister was like, I'm going to learn cribbage. And like, it was very important to my sister, like learn cribbage and become part of the family and like play cribbage with everyone. And I was like, I don't do that. Like it was not a, it thing. Was just a thing. Well, because I think part of it is like my dad and I, who I, I love my dad and we have like built a great relationship over the years, but like we don't, my dad and I like weren't naturally like immediately like get along if that makes sense right, we had to like right, learn right. and grow together and something I know about my dad and I now is like we can ev never ever ever be in teacher student dynamic he has never successfully taught me anything yeah. and there's a pattern in my life of my dad trying to teach me something and me getting so frustrated but like, you quit it forever. have we ever talked about me and bikes do you know about my thing about bikes no can you not ride a bike <laughs> the, no I can ride a bike now I ride okay. I'm like a I like cycle in New York a lot oh now. wow but like we lived on a dead end when I lived in Rhode Island. Yeah. And when it was like like for one year for like my birthday or something, my dad came home with this like red huffy bike and was like, you're getting a, you have a bike. Like it's okay. time to like learn how to ride a bike. And I was like sick. Great. And I, we lived on this dead end. And so there was this one day in the summer where I was like, okay, Jake's learning how to ride a bike. And so my dad is trying to teach me how to ride a bike. And every other person on this dead end is like sitting on their porch watching. Oh, and I just no. like keep falling. And my dad, like I said, like his teaching style and my student style is like, just absolute right. like polar opposite. So he's getting mad at me. I'm like, fuck you. I'm trying to learn how to ride a bike. Like right. we're not. And so I remember like standing up and looking at him being actually, I never need to know, need to know how to ride a bike. <gasps> and I just like walked inside and I was like, I'm not learning how to ride a bike. Ooh. Same thing with skating. Like same thing with all these things where I was like, I'm not doing it. Like I don't like yeah. being, how you're teaching me. And so then <laughs> when we moved to Vermont, we ended up living on another dead end road where there were all these kids and it was this dirt road. And there was like, w these were the kids who were like my friend group growing mm. up and they bike rode everywhere. Like they would bike right. ride from each person's house. And I didn't want to admit that I didn't know how to ride a bike. So I was like, actually my thing is that I know how to ride a bike, but it, I really don't like it. I prefer running. So <laughs> all summer, these kids would be biking from house <laughs> to house and me in my Tevas, like, <laughs> like chasing. <laughs> Behind, it was like the first thing I was closeted about before I knew I was gay. It was that oh like my, my secret God. was I couldn't know how to know I didn't know how to ride a bike. <gasps> and then like one day I finally was like, okay, I have to like learn how to ride a bike, and it was like a whole thing. But now I bike a lot. <laughs> Just it's like Stranger Things and one kid in the background. No, running. it's literally that. It's like literally that. It's like the kids like all like this little biker gang on this dirt road in like rural Vermont, and then I'm like, I'm coming. <laughs> In like a husky t-shirt. so skinny. Mm, that didn't happen until later. Oh. That is so funny. No, I know. That's it's... how I felt. Well, so you know I don't drive, right? Yeah. I have a serious, serious fear of driving and I really don't have a desire to I learn. I really respect people. I think it is such a green flag. People who are like, I don't like driving. It frightens me because I think it is something. It that is like people oh, yeah. do even though they shouldn't be. Yeah, well, also I it agree. just shows that I, to me like people who are like driving freaks me out. It's like, oh yeah, you have a respect for human life. Right. Do you know what I mean? I I like understand how 
To me, a car is not a vehicle. To me, a car is like a giant metal machine of death. And like, yeah, no, a hundred percent. You know how like, like conservatives always make that argument when we talk about gun control. They're like, oh, so should we ban cars too? Because people die. And I'm sort of like, yeah, also that ban well, the cars. I'm sort of like, I yeah, public like transit. Let's get some trains going. I totally agree. Obviously, I don't agree with that argument. But like, that's I'm like really anti cars. Um, and that's just I've had my my experiences with them. But I decided when it was in during the pandemic was the uh-huh. first time I was like, I should learn how to drive a car. I tried previously. I actually got a babysitting gig for a family that I'm still very very close with. Two families, and I told them at the time I was getting my permit. I was like. Do you have a driver's permit right now? I don't think so. I was doing the classes and like was on track to drive a car Uh in the next couple of months. I was already 16. So when they hired me, I was like, yeah, I'll be able to drive by then. Like I was like, yeah, I'm driving. I can drive. (laughs) Um, And then I never got it. So for the entire time that I was babysitting for these kids, I was just putting off taking my driver's test and telling them like, oh, this time I actually Ubered. Yeah, it's fine. No, no, no. like Talia could you please drop Leo off at this bar mitzvah like you should just throw him in the back of your car and I was like yeah totally and I like ubered him to the bar mitzvah on my (laughs) car we I just like I don't like driving I should teach you how to drive um many people have tried it's not like I look if I always say if you like if we were in LA for example you drop dead right now with like an allergic reaction you were you could get in the car and drive I could get in the car and drive you but like I like I can never fathom like a pleasant drive like for me and my mom oh, is the same way. My mom is a person who shouldn't drive. And now that she doesn't have to drive me anywhere, she doesn't drive. Like, okay. she really doesn't. She, that car does not move. And she, like, you can't talk to her when you're driving down a straight road for an hour. She's like, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Hands like this shaking. Like, oh, That's my how God. I am, too. When I was driving with my dad, I was shaking in an empty parking lot and he's telling me like, just make a left turn. I'm like, no, no, no. And he's, I was like, he was like, maybe you just shouldn't do this. Like, I just wow. can't do it. And I don't know. It's, it's something that like, it's a huge reason I'll probably stay here forever. It's like, I'm kind of, I'm trapped here. Like I would love to move to the West coast eventually. And I kind of can't cause I just don't want to drive. If you get rich enough, you'll just have a driver. That's so ridiculous. Like I hate I mean, relying people on people do that though. That's that's a huge thing for me is I hate relying on other people for anything. No, that's the best part about New York is that there's always an ex- exit strategy. Right. You can always get out. And, and I think when I don't drive in LA, even if I had a driver at all times, like I'm still relying on another person and I don't get privacy. No, 100%. And it's just I don't know. That's why I'm such a big walker. That's why I like don't join a gym is because I've always just walked everywhere. I walk everywhere. I was just having an interesting conversation with my friend who we often get told we look alike. Okay. Um, He's Vince Vaughn. <laughs> you had to be there. That's for the OG fans. Been listening since we started 13 weeks ago. Yeah. Um, basically, we were talking. I'm talking, but I'm just going to go. We were talking about the fact that we both at times in our life have been referred to by other gay men as bears. Uh-huh. And, like, no matter how our bodies like change we still get called that and it's like there's something and like it must be like something about your personality yeah Sorry, are, you just trying to keep talking? Come on. We, are we using this is like wow i think okay look, here's a moment where i need to explain that you guys really should be watching like listen to the podcast so we get the download but also like know that the show is available on youtube and there's things happening in the video that you're missing you're not me see- looking at myself um i set a personal head. intention i set a personal intention just to look at myself less That's good for you. And I was going to pitch, but I knew you would say no. I was going to pitch having them turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I knew she would say no. I literally knew there was like, I was like, I'm not even gonna ask her, but like, I did have that thought this Are week. Are you crazy? I, I knew, I said. I, <laughs> I love you. You're your, nuts. Your hair looks great right now. Thank you, it's called Slut Strands. The boys always like, they finally came up with a name for it. Not that I like men using the word slut, but um, the, it's when you have two strands hanging down from your forehead. Mm -hmm. And guys like always compliment me when I do it. They always like it. They always like talked about it before there was a name for it. And they were like, I love when girls do that thing. And now they're called slut strands. I guess it's just a thing. I love doing them. They remind me of Xenon. Remember yeah. Xenon? A map of, don't disrespect me. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Zetus Lapidus, let's play a call. Zetus Lapidus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys. Hi. I've been loving the podcast lately. Thank you. I've been going through it these past few months. I just Sorry. moved from the Midwest to Miami, and it's really crazy down here. I moved into a house that I found online with roommates, and long story short, one of the roommates is a man who basically ended up ruining my life. Um, we got involved, which is obviously a bad decision on my part. 100%. As it well happens. as his. Um, but yeah, he's just, he's not a good person. He's a textbook narcissist. He does drugs. Um, okay. Well. And uh, after we started fucking, he, we agreed not to be exclusive, whatever. But then he started bringing another woman into the house and fucking her. And long story short, I ended up literally moving out because this, this man literally just ruined my life. Um, but then, silly old me kept seeing him. And trust me, I know how fucking stupid I sound. I know how stupid I sound. And Good. Um, so I kept seeing him, him and this other woman, uh, ended on bad terms, blocked each other on everything, blah, blah, blah. I kept hanging out with him. And then I noticed that they follow each other again on Instagram, um, which for some stupid reason still really hurt my feelings. And basically, I guess my question is, Talia, you seem to just be such a badass woman who is not able to care about not able to care. men or what they think of you or, you know, just be able to casually hook up. And I so badly want to do that, but you can be this horrible person that I know is horrible and I literally don't even like. I still, for some reason, care about what he thinks of me. And I just, I don't know. I just want to learn how to not care and be a cool girl who can have casual hookups. So I actually blocked on everything now. I blocked him last night and think that was the best decision. But going forward, how do I be the cool girl who can just go with the flow? Thanks, guys. 
Well, <laughs> as the resident cool girl, detached queen, I'm never like, had a feeling. Literally, <laughs> I'll let you it. know when I figure Tell it out. You seem unable to feel emotion or connect with people on a deep level. How do I do that? <laughs> That's for the record. That's so funny that it's how it sounded, kind of. But that's absolutely not how I interpreted it. No, it's not. Maybe for lemonade, please. That really parched me from how much I gagged. It's Um, so funny. That's so funny. Okay. That's so funny. I love you. You're my friend. We get along. No, adore you. Adore you. Simpatico. Absolutely. We have the same level of delusion. We're still bad girl bosses who can't believe that we got roped into this situation. I get where you're coming from. I mean, she touched on something. So she touched on the number one reason you can't fuck a roommate if you're going to have any feeling at all, which is they're going to bring someone else home. You live there. He lives there. Like you're going to see everything. He does that he doesn't want you to see, and he's not going to give a shit. And even if you're not the jealous type, like, I wouldn't consider myself the jealous type, but if I had fucked my roommate and, like, had any sort of feelings for them and then had to listen to them fuck another person, I actually would probably be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe different in a straight relationship? I don't know. Or, like... Well, it depends. But... It sounds like... it. Well, it, it reminds me of the call from last week or two weeks ago where it was, like... We said not. We're not going to be exclusive. We're going to keep it casual. And it's like, right? But you have feelings. Yeah, but you have feelings. Like this is just generic podcast like advice for anyone listening to this podcast because it's sort of becoming a theme. Is like, don't agree to casual if you don't want it. Like I feel like these are people that are like agreeing to it because the other person wants it. You know? Yes. Sorry. Maybe we do need to turn this monitor off. I'm like having a day. You look great. I know. Like right now, the way I'm doing my hands, I look really cute. But then it's like when I start talking, I'm not happy with it. And I, I think we should looking. turn it off. I'm actually very okay, pro turning fine, it off. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> love you, love you, no. love you. Truly love you. Thank you. No. Yes, 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 yes. No. Wow. Wait, the freedom. The freedom. The monitor is off. We can't see this ourselves. This is objectively going to be a better podcast. I know that that's like the most annoying well, thing. Well, the number of clips where it's like they're talking and, and we're, we're both just, just like, like <laughs> is so bad. We're like the two vainest people in the world. Fuck. Okay. I can't believe it. Oh. Okay. If one of, if anything's like leaking or sticking out, that. you need to let us know because obviously we're not. We're not aware of it anymore. That felt like Dumbledore when he's like, no matter what happens, you can't listen to me and just do, do, what, what the fuck is that thing? Remember when Dumbledore is like, feed me the water even when I tell you <laughs> stuff? And he's like, no, I won't do it. And Harry's like, I have to. That was truly that moment. Okay, wait, we need to help okay, this girly. We need to help this girly. This is my friend. Okay, listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen. Have you seen that guy on Instagram? You, so oh funny. my God, I need you to lock in okay, and help okay, this girl. Okay. <laughs> It's so funny. First of all, I guess this just, pr- wow. I've like officially achieved what I always wanted to achieve in high school, which was cool girl moment. Who doesn't give a fuck about what guys think about her. I'm so glad that I seem like one of those people. I guess this is just full circle definitive proof for me that I can't keep looking at other girls and thinking that they are the cool girl who doesn't care and has has grown out completely of the male gaze and has completely like stopped thinking. Right, because you know what's like, completely not caring at all. Do you know what that is? 
That's depression. Like yes, people thank go you. on meds for that. Like yes. you need to you need, caring you need about to, shit is living. <laughs> yes. Having crushes is living. Yes. Like wanting to look a certain way and that you don't look is living. That's why I'm like so anti-body positivity movement. There's no one in the world who's like, I'm so happy with my body, I wouldn't change a fucking thing. Then it's like, what are you living for, bitch? You need something to do all day. Okay. You need something to aspire to and think about that you're never going to attain. And this for me is a good full circle moment because I look at people all the time. I'm like, I wish I had the outlook that they did on life and somebody out there whoever you are you're looking at me and thinking that I have the answers which is so cool I'm so glad I seem that way but if you knew the crush I've had for the past what how long has it been that I had that stupid crush I was like in Bo love boy? oh no Bo boy doesn't have he was a crush he was just a guy that I sexted no it's totally different Wait, who are you talking about whisper no, I can't. Wait, okay. no, I have to know. No, I'll tell you later. Wait, I'm losing my. No, we. Don't I don't know, do know if I ever told you about this. Now I need to know. No. Wait, Talia, <laughs> please, 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 please. It's gonna drive me insane. You know about that? Okay, no, it's not important. It... Oh. Yes, I I'm liked a certain guy for like one. a year, like, <laughs> and it's just like you can't. You're gonna get obsessed with people. And I wish that there was an answer and there's all kinds of different tactics and things that we're gonna explain to you that you can use to stop and get yourself out of this rut. But sometimes it like really is the age old advice of like, you get over that insane crush by moving on and getting a crush on somebody else. And then over and over and over again until you're finally reaching this like weird state of like, oh, I don't care anymore. Right. But I certainly care less about what men think of me than I did when I was a person in high school or college having crushes. I've developed a sense of self-love and confidence well, that's the thing. that has helped me get less infatuated that for you is really genuinely only going to come with age and experience. When you finally look back and realize how much of a loser this guy is and you finally get the ick about him, which it will come, you think it won't, but it will, that's going to help mold you and make you stronger and less able to become like less susceptible to the next guy who's gonna fuck your life up. <laughs> and then there will be another guy who's gonna come around and drive you into a rut and make you feel like, oh my God, my life is over. But it's gonna be significantly less harmful and last less long than this or one Or maybe, is. I mean, maybe you meet your husband soon, who knows, but. Sure, but then maybe your husband will fuck you over. The whole point no, is totally. like, you can't live for men you're well, always, yeah. but you're always going to get to a point. I hate when people are like, oh, when you start to realize that like your whole mood depends on whether or not a guy texts you back, like you're in a bad spot. And it's like, actually that's human nature. It's an addiction to the dopamine rush that you get when you like someone. Well, it will happen at different parts of your life. And the only thing that you can do is fill your life up more and train yourself to keep believing. Like the more experiences you have where you look back on a guy and think like, oh my God, I can't believe the amount of time I wasted on that guy. I can't believe the amount of times I let that guy ruin my mood, change how I felt about myself, whatever. It will be less likely to happen to you so severely the next time. You just need experience to learn. Well, because it needs, it, I think the key is that it, it, like, all of those things can still happen, but they need to exist within parameters. Like, right. Because the thing is, like, having a crush on a guy and then, or a girl, whoever, like, having a crush on someone and having them text you and that, like, giving you, like, a big rush, that's so fun. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. And getting disappointed when something ends is part of life. The, the difference is, like, like, a guy rejecting you or finding out that a guy is sleeping with someone else, not completely derailing your sense of self-worth to the point of you being right. feeling like complete shit about yourself, right. right? Like you're saying he ruined your life. Like it he needs to be it. like he ruined your day. Guys can still ruin it's your day and that you can be like a healthy developed individual, but they can't ruin your whole life just by not liking you. That's the yes, thing. Yes, but what I'm saying is that like she can't change the fact that this happened. No. And like 
it's it's gonna happen and then there's gonna be another guy in a year who's gonna make you feel like oh my god he ruined my life and then you have to keep remembering babe but remember the last guy yeah remember how i thought he ruined my life and it was like oh my god that's and so also silly. find things that you like about yourself so that you can focus on that that's what i mean by saying make your life fuller like yes, yes, add yes, some yes, hobbies yes. add some friends reconnect with friends reconnect with things that you loved a while ago like you need to just distract yourself but there is no way to like be the cool girl who doesn't care about crushes or men or what men think of her or body image or whatever. It's never gonna happen. You're always going to be a human being and thank God for that. You're always going to feel. Yeah. You're always going to have people come in and out of your life that make you feel less than for a couple of months or make you feel on top of the world for a couple of weeks or whatever. It's called relationships and fluctuation. The only thing that you can do is like fill up your life, make it so that you're never like depending completely on another person's idea of you and what they think of you. Totally. You're never completely reliant on another person's mood because soon you're gonna get the ick about this guy. It'll happen. One day you're gonna wake up and you're not gonna like him anymore. You're actually gonna get disgusted by him. I'm sorry it's not happening yet, but it will soon. It is so crazy when it's, it does though. And it, one day it will. And you're going to look back and think like, how fucking stupid that I let myself get that engulfed in this. And then the next time there's another guy who walks into your life, you'll be able to have that perspective and think like, oh, I'm a little bit less affected. It still happens to me, but significantly less totally. with a crush than it used to. It only takes crushes and time. It only takes yeah. experience. So you're not crazy, no. but your life also isn't over. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're going to laugh about this. I know it's like the most condescending advice ever, but it's the only true advice. It's like, you do move on. You yes. do, you do. Okay. Next call. Hi, Talia and Jake. Um, I love you both so much, and love I love too. listening to the pod. Thank you. I'm calling in because I need a serious dating advice. Um, I've been seeing this guy for, like, two months, kind of casually. Um, and the last time I saw him, he slept over, and I had gone into bed before he came and joined me in bed. And... Um, you know, he gets in bed with me, we're like spooning and he kind of goes to initiate sex. And, um, it's important to note that I hadn't seen his face when he came in to the bed. So we're like having uh -oh. sex in a spooning position, but I hadn't seen his face yet. And I go to change positions. And as I do so, I notice that he has in his airpods i thought it was gonna be a different and person oh my god. No, my god. i kind of asked him like what are you doing and he proceeds to tell me that he is listening to like highlights from a soccer game <laughs> from that day and um we do continue having sex and he does not take out the airpods and i guess my question is is this like too big of a red flag to overlook? All of my friends are saying that I can never see this man again, but I'm not convinced. So I would just love y'all's input on if having sex with AirPods on listening to soccer highlights is a red flag or not. Love you both. Thanks. Bye. I love you too. Um, I, nothing could have prepared me for that. I am unwell. <laughs> I am actually unwell. 
I thought he was gonna say like porn or like a sex playlist, and that would still be weird because it's like, why wouldn't you play it for the room so we can both right. hear it? Soccer highlights. Are you sure he was listening to them? That he or said, were the AirPods off? No, he said, apparently she asked, what are you listening to? And he said, I'm listening to soccer highlights. And he didn't take them out? I would. It would be one thing if he happened to be listening to soccer highlights and you were like rubbing up against him and the dick went in and like the AirPods were still in, but just like eventually fell out of his ear. Like he stopped caring. That'd be, but that doesn't sound but like he, what that. He like initiated sex while listening to soccer and didn't stop. I, for me, that's, an, here's the thing. There's nothing like morally wrong with it. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like no. fucked up. But for me, that would indicate, oh, you think about sex differently than I do. Like right. to like have like a secondary activity like that. Like that's not exciting or erotic to me. So I'm probably no longer interested in having sex like in that way or like with you. Yeah. It, would it, would, it would kind of turn me off. I don't think it's like a red flag. Like, ew, he's fucked up. You can't have sex with him again. But like for me, I just wouldn't want to. Right. But if you're still into it, go with God. But that's crazy. Do you want to hear a nightmare story that my friend told? It's like yeah. within the bounds of safety nightmare. Yes. My friend, this happened so long ago. This was like back when I was in college. <laughs> my friend was having sex. What was that? I, I forgot <laughs> okay, about this story. Hocus pocus. I forgot about this story. My friend was having sex with a guy. And they were doing doggy. So yeah. she like was facing forward. Yeah. And she heard his Blackberry go off. Like she heard his phone go off. Yeah. And like, as he's fucking her from behind, she like feels him like lean over. Yeah. And she's like, as if he's fucking texting while tech, while fuck, like while fucking me. And so she turns back to check and he is reading a text message. However, the more nightmarish thing is that with his other hand, while he is fucking her uh -huh. from behind, he is eating a granola bar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> and I remember Nature Valley? A blueberry granola bar. Nature Valley? I mean, those crumbs would actually those destroy you. That would be, no, she would have heard that. Those are so loud. <laughs> she would have felt it. No, it, it would have been like a soft, like a Nutri-Grain. Oh my God. Can you imagine? You know what? I think that guy makes more sense than this guy. I actually Dare agree. Dare I say. I actually agree. I think that having a little snack because it was sitting there and she's not even facing you. And it's like, you know what? Just real quick. There's something really like luxuriating sex. And sometimes for some people, I read a whole article. This isn't really my cup of tea, but I read a whole article about people who make their masturbation um, moments. Like they they formulate the moment oh, they're gonna like masturbate. Candles and candles the food. Candles and, and food and like chocolate strawberries and whatever. Like they really luxuriate. I respect And for that. them, it like really enhances the orgasm to like enjoy this moment with ecstasy on both sides of your body, both entrances, should I say. So. It's probably nicer when you kind of come out, out, of, out of an orgasm to and be you have in like, like a, a snack. Well, it's probably just nicer to be like in a beautiful candlelit room that smells good instead of like a dark bedroom that you didn't turn the lights with on nature, in. With, 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 like, with, like that's with what I'm nature saying. Nature Valley crumbs everywhere but like i get like the eating during sex frankly more than i understand the soccer highlights during sex the soccer highlights is a red flag to me it's I just think not like, how i would want to have sex it doesn't seem like you really like this guy that much so why don't you just literally approach it as a joke i'm genuinely curious and i want you to call back in and tell Please. if you feel comfortable literally be like 
what was the deal with the soccer highlights? Honestly, just tell me. Like, you don't have to make it like a serious conversation. Because my guess is that he's like the kind of like to me that what that says is that he doesn't like actually like he's not a particularly sexual person. Right. It's just like sex, you do it, and like I'll listen to that. Where it's like if you're actually like having sex, it's like you want them to care. There are things to listen to. Right. There are so. You're like, I don't sexy. Know. You're sexier than well, than Ronaldo maybe not, but Messi for sure. Oh my God. Those are my two soccer people that I know. Nice. Okay. I'm just kidding. But no, that's the most likely scenario. But the other scenario might be that like he has a weird, like he gets turned on by the soccer things. Yeah. Which is like another thing. But like, honestly, if you're not like obsessed with him and you don't feel like you need to tread that lightly and you could like live without hooking up with him. Can he only come when someone's like, go. (laughs) Why don't you just say like, hey, what was the deal? Like, yeah. just genuinely be curious about it. You need to just let him know that it's, like, not totally normal. And if you are going to date him, you do have to tell him that you told all your friends. Because yeah. <laughs> he needs to know that. Yeah. If you're going to date him, you just need to know why he does it. Yeah. Even if it's not a big deal for you. Like, you have to know. Um. Okay, let's play the next call. Last call. Hi. Um, love the podcast. Thank but you. Let me keep this short. I'd like to keep this anonymous if you want to kick my name away. But we can't basically, even see your name. I moved to Texas when I got married, Sorry. and I live with my husband, and like a bunch of his friends live here, and none of my friends do. So I hang out with his friends. The girl that's like been in the group, I tried really hard. I don't really get along with her. It's just like she might be a little young. She's 25, I'm 28. So it's not a huge difference, but she kind of does things like I have allergies, and like she asked me to two weeks before party to like bring my own food, which felt kind of weird to me. That is weird. Whenever it's just us two, she kind of just leaves or doesn't try to talk to me. Like we just don't click, but she's not bad. My problem is his other friend in the group just got engaged and I really connect with this other girl. We can always talk about things. She's like a little older than me. She's really like, she has a lot more life experience and we vibe on like a lot of the same things. I don't really want to make the other girl feel not included though. So I don't know how to like kind of mull down like how well I connect with the other girl and how well she connects to me with me and also like bring the other girl in so she doesn't feel rejected or not part of the group. Um, any advice would be super helpful. Thank you. I have a million thoughts. Go ahead. I think you're being way too nice. Really? I think she's being way too nice. I think she's being way too nice. Clearly this girl, like, I'm sorry, that the bringing your own food thing would piss me off. Like, unless it's like you have a hundred allergies and it's like really not safe for you to eat like bulk food. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm sorry, if you have a party two weeks out, the text isn't, hey, can you bring your own food? It's like, hey, what can I, what are things I could provide that would like you enjoy? Or like, what are, right. what's a safe, like, whatever. Like, that's just not the text to send. Right. So that, okay. it sounds like she's not making an effort. I also think that like, you're overthink like if you vibe with someone in a group better and you guys just hang out, I don't think that's excluding the other person. Are you, you guys aren't vibing with her? Am I being too harsh? I just don't think that that's also. I don't think you're being too if, harsh. Also, if before you showed up, this girl was part of this all guy friends group. She sounds like a guy's girl, and she's probably not like desperate for these female friendships. Like, go be friends with this girl that you like. Like, it'll be normal. If she makes a big stink about it, it's like then she can put an effort in. She's not putting an effort in to be friends with you guys. You know what I mean? 
Yes, I don't, I totally understand what you're saying. And I would agree with you if we got a couple more examples to show and prove that she's not putting in enough effort. But I don't think that the food thing was enough for me to believe that she's not putting in enough effort. What I'm feeling like is this is just a girl who doesn't gel well with you. And yeah, she's not putting forth a ton of effort, but like it's hard to put forth effort when you're like more shy and you don't feel like you're going to be welcomed in and whatever. I don't think you're being exclusive by any means. Sure. And I don't think you have to try and make an insane effort to include. It's so telling about you, good for you, that you feel like you need to include her. I would agree with you. I would feel like you need to at least try. That way you could just eliminate any accusations, frankly, in the future. Of yeah, like invite feeling, for like drinks, the three of them, yes. the three of you guys. Don't invite the guys, do a girl's night. And in, and you and the other girl can talk about it. You guys get each other, you gel really well. Just be like, hey, listen, like I just feel like we should give her a chance. Maybe after a couple drinks, she'll loosen up and we'll find some common ground. Like maybe, you know what I mean? Like just or say, don't I even feel bring like that up. Do this. What if the new girl, what if that new girl like opens the other girl up and then it suddenly it all works? You know right. what I mean? Like you don't know. I think this is just one of those things where it's like you've yet to try, but like maybe it won't be that big of a deal once you all just get together, everything will melt kind of away. Like the fact that you're being considered enough to like call and think about this means you're already like in the right. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, you're, you're doing gonna be such fine. a nice thing. And I just don't, and I don't think that this is enough. Like I think it's the food thing is definitely weird and shows maybe a little bit of a lack of manners, but I don't think this girl is like looking for reasons to dislike you. I don't think there's like an issue there. I just think that like, she just, I don't know. You just don't get along that well and you haven't found something yet, but you will. And like, maybe this is a really good opportunity for a nice little threesome of girls, like a girl group. So yeah. I think you need to just have drinks, the three of you, make it drinks. If she drinks, make it drinks. That way you can get a little loose. You can get a little bonding going. Yeah. Um, and just hang out and talk for a couple hours. Don't go to a movie or anything like that. I really fucking hate no, when people suggest so movies as a date, as a hangout with friends. You can't talk during a movie. Do like it's a happy not hour. Good. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So you need and no movie nights at home either. You have to go out, sit down, and talk at a restaurant. And you have to have some drinks there if you all drink because that is what's going to loosen you up. I really think like being a girl in itself is common ground. Like you guys being the girls of the girl group, you can talk about the boys. Talk about the boys. You have plenty of people in common. Talk about the engagement situation. Talk about whatever. You're gonna find it. You're gonna get along. You just need to hang out the three of you. Yeah. I don't think I think, I think this is think, like a non-issue that you just you're yeah. gonna have to see. I totally agree. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay, so that was um Thank you for listening. Um, okay, here are the action items. Once again, if you want us to play your calls, you have to call us. We're getting so many calls now, it's amazing. And they're That's all great. like, it's so fun doing the episodes now because all the calls are so good. 929-269-4960, we absolutely adore it. Um, rate and review on Spotify and Apple for the love of God. Mm -hmm. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And also you can follow us on YouTube. Those are all things you can do. If you can, if you want to see more of our faces, whatever. Um, we love you. It's been so fun getting like more and more listeners and callers. It's been great. I love these people that call It's in. so fun. Like, the I calls are getting the so fun. I love call in. They're cool and I want to be friends with them. Um, um, and what yeah, was and if we have enough people, thing? we'll do a live show and then we'll be meeting people in real life. Wouldn't that be fun? It's happening. It's happening. Okay, Gorge. Um, have a great day. We love you. Bye. <laughs>